Hello and welcome to the Guru Is You podcast. I'm your host, Laura Wall. This podcast is all about people who found unconventional methods to heal themselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Their stories contain a little bit of mystery, maybe some magic, and even miracles. And they're here to inspire you to remember you are more than your body. You are more than your mind. You are the guru, and the guru is you. In this episode, I'm pleased to interview one of my partners in the founding of the Hearts of Healing Center, a nonprofit organization. She is an avid student of all things healing, including energy healing, vibrational healing, and is a certified crystal resonance therapist. Let's welcome Jeanette Kerpak. So Jan, I know that you were experiencing a problem that was kind of ruining your life, like it had taken over your world and you were really struggling with this. So I'd like to hear a little bit more about this giant problem you had. Well, I started having headaches. I mean, I never really had what you call headache episodes in my life. So I didn't really understand how debilitating they could be. But uh, about 15 years ago, they started. And it was a really weird type headaches that the doctors really couldn't diagnose. It was like I would have these horrible pains in my head on the right side, and it would last like uh, 30 minutes. Then an hour and a half, they'd come right back in another 30 minutes. This would happen 24-7. I mean, it was day and night. It would wake me up day and night. And so, of course... I started going to, I went to the doctor. Well, he didn't really know how to diagnose it, so he sent me to a, a neurologist. And they went in and took x-rays and CAT scans and all this stuff, and that didn't have a brain tumor or anything, you know. Yay. <clears throat> yeah, thank God for that. But they couldn't figure out what it was. So he started giving me medications. I took actually 12 different, over a period of a couple of years, 12 different medications that just absolutely, I couldn't keep taking any of them because they just made me crazy. I mean, you know. You were in the month of the prescription a month club? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I mean, it was just unreal. You know, they'd even make me so sleepy that I, you know, couldn't, or they wouldn't do any good, or they'd make me, I mean, a couple of them, I was contemplated suicide, and that is not me. You know, so I'm telling the doctor, all I want to do is cry all the time, you know wrong with that and I'm like are you kidding that's not me I'm not a you know a sad person or so I was just devastated you know and nothing really really helped wow that sounds really frustrating because you weren't always being heard by the medical professionals or they were trying to do their best and they put you on something new and I'm sure you're both hopeful and then it might have crazy side effects like you're asleep all the time and you can't function. So right. you're either not functioning from headaches or not functioning from being out of it or crying. Right. Yeah. Right. Those were your right. options. Gosh. And they were cycling is what I'm hearing. Right. So you'd get a, a big surge of inactivity and then it would go away. That would be confusing too. Cause it almost feels like, Oh good. It's finally gone. Exactly. And exactly. tricked you into thinking you're okay. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And when they come on, I, I would just start crying. I mean, 
tears on the one side, my nose ran with tears and all this, and I looked like some kind of cyclops or something. <laughs> I mean, my face would get all contorted, you know. Were you aware that you were crying? Like, or was uh, it just was like just automatic? There tears, but uh, it wasn't like I was crying, crying. There was nothing coming out this side. Gotcha. So it was like a physical reaction, not necessarily an emotional reaction. Right. right. Wow. Yeah. It must have been really scary, too. It was, because, and then, you know, not to be able to, I even went to, you know, uh, psychologists and uh, everything anybody offered me, I went and tried. Yeah. And I was yeah. desperate. I'm like, yeah. I can't live like this. I mean, wasn't living. Well, take me back a little bit before this problem, because when you were saying, you know, when you were contemplating suicide, you're like, that's not me. So let's go to the before the problem <laughs> and the, did you have any signs leading into this? Like, did you have lightweight headaches or did this just come on all of a sudden? It just came on all of a sudden. Um, well, <laughs> kind of to go back. I uh, I had been in a, a very uh, abusive marriage for 26 years. And uh, when I got out of it, uh, and I didn't have headaches all during that time. But when I got out of it, remarried, very happy, beautiful life, then they started. And this was so, I'm like, why now, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you turned your life around, really, exactly, right? Exactly. And then you get hit with this kind of almost like an aftershock. Right. Well, and, the and then my uh, psychologist is like, you have PTSD. And I'm like, you know, after it's all over, the trauma's over, your body allows you to start processing, processing it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So that's kind of... So what did they recommend for the PTSD? Oh, I had to, you know, it was like counseling once a week for a whole year I went. And it, you know, maybe helped a little bit, but it didn't, I mean, I'm sure it helped my emotional part, but it didn't really... Get rid of the physical. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow, you really went through the ringer with that. <laughs> and you really were very proactive about trying to find solutions. Oh, definitely. And I know, uh, you know, I, I, would, I would be on the Internet just constantly. Headaches, you know, how to cure headaches and everything I could read or find, you know. Yeah. I, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to try this, I'm going to try that. So how, what was the solution? Did you find something on the Internet? Well, actually, it was really kind of strange the way it happened because, like I say, I this was my whole life. That's all I could think about, you know. Well, yeah, it was a debilitating condition that took over. Right. I was just consumed with it. So uh, during that time, because of the PTSD and everything, I, I didn't dream. I mean, if I, I'm sure I did, but I never remembered any of them. And I also lost my long-term memory. It was like... Yeah, it was really crazy. I was in a real mess. And so one night... So, like, you couldn't remember from five or six years ago things right. that went on. I'm, and then at night, you wouldn't have dreams at night when you say dream. Right, okay. right. Now, I came back to Texas during that time. I'd been away for, like, 40 years, and I couldn't remember people that I used to know. I couldn't remember uh, places. I couldn't remember events. I mean, it was really... You know, I mean, I didn't even want to be around anybody because I was so embarrassed that, oh, you remember this stuff? I mean, I'd just be sitting there like a deer in the headlight, you know, couldn't, wow. nothing. Did that make you feel 
even crazier. Exactly. And <laughs> I hate to put words in your well, mouth, but that's it, what it I'm did. thinking is, is you, you're thinking, I just have this physical problem, but then, and you're going to counseling, right. and yet you can't seem to have this recall. Right. And even at that time, I couldn't complete a sentence. I would start talking, and I knew what I wanted to say, but I couldn't think of the word to express what I wanted to say. It was just mind-blowing you know it was frustrating sure sure not to be able to express yourself when you knew what you knew you just couldn't find it in your mind right so Mm -hmm. it was it was a mess so anyway I was going to tell you this one night I had this dream and it was almost like before I woke up and then so you're finally dreaming yeah I had this one dream one dream okay And, and that's why I guess it was so overwhelming to me but anyway I dreamed that I was in the shopping center and it was kind of dim in there, but it was like in the middle of the aisle, there's this really long table, and on the table was a beautiful object. And it, in my dream, I didn't know what it was, but it was pink and purple and sparkly, and it was gorgeous, and it was huge. And everybody else in the shopping center just kind of walked by like, like they didn't even notice it, like it wasn't even there. And in my dream, I felt, I felt like it hurt me because... Why wouldn't they notice this beautiful thing? It was almost like it was part of me. It was crazy, you know, how mm-hmm. dreams are. And then all of a sudden, this voice said, this is only the tip of the iceberg. And then I woke up. And, I'm, and I thought, that has got to mean something, you know, because I'm like, I never dreamed. And it's like, what was that? Was that an iceberg? It was shaped kind of like a big, you know, piece of ice, but. I thought, no, it wasn't melting. I mean, you know, I was just trying to figure it out. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know. So anyway, a couple of days later, I'm back on the computer trying to find something for my headaches. And um, I came across this site, and the picture was of a crystal that looked just like the one in my dream. Yeah. And, I'm oh like, my gosh. and I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I, I get into the site, and I started reading it. It was how to heal yourself using crystals and meditation. And I thought, I feel like this is something I need to, you know, I'm being led to is what I really felt. I'm going to pause you there for a moment. You said, I feel like this is something that I was being led to. So was that something like, like how did you know that? Like what was the knowing sense that you had with that? Well, um, one thing, the dream, the fact that it was just matched. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And then the other thing was that I had really been asking, please help me, help me find something, you know. You've been praying a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. And and so then it was just like, it was just like, oh, this is it. I mean, there's just this excitement. And so I, I was telling my husband, I said, you know, I'm going to try this. He goes, well, whatever. He just, he just gave it up, you know, because, you know, man, if they can't fix you, they don't know what to do with you. <laughs> So he was, you know, he was about as desperate as me, you know. Sure, Uh, sure. So anyway, that's how I started working with crystals and and meditation. And within a year, and it was like a year's program. Mm -hmm. It was very intense. So you signed up that day? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wow. You were just in. You are totally in, all in? Yeah. Uh, And it was, you know, you really had to make a commitment because it was a lot of work. It wasn't just you know, do a little this or that, but it was like, you had to spend hours in meditation. You had to work with certain crystals so many hours. And then there was 
uh, like tests and stuff on it to make sure you, you know. You went to crystal school. Yeah, I really did. How, Actually, long, how long did this process take you? Well, like I said, it was a year's program, and it wasn't like taking a magic pill and it happened like that. Mm-hmm. But slowly, as I started working with them, they became less intense and further apart. The headaches. The headaches, yeah. Uh, and sometimes I think, oh, you know, they're over, and then maybe uh, maybe I'd go several weeks and then they'd come back, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was like they were chronic, you know, after 10 years of headaches. Um, it didn't go away overnight, but eventually within the year, uh, they did. So when you took this program where you were studying about it, your whole intention was just like you were trying to learn them and heal yourself. Right. 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 And and with the meditations that you had to do with them, you know, it was a lot of it was working with what they call the primus meditation, which is just uh, learning how to ground yourself, open up, and bring love and light into your heart. Beautiful. Um, because what they taught us was the frequency of love is actually so I want to pause for a moment so our listeners can hear that and take that in. Say it one more time. The frequency of love is what heals you. Uh, because actually we were, I mean, we're all vibrational. We're all energy, you know. And so that is actually the energy of creation. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you walk out in nature, how wonderful it feels and how healing and soothing. Uh, that's that love energy. Mm, beautiful. Uh, so, so you went through this course for about a year, and then about how long after that year, like you said, the headaches tapered off. Did they finally kind of go away, or what happened after you finished crystal school? <laughs> <laughs> well, after I finished crystal school, they, they yes, I, I was just, you know, very seldom had a headache, and if I did, I could go into a, a meditative state and, and stop it, you know. So it was like I had some control over my life, you know, wow. which was beautiful. So you finally could, like, put the brakes on it, so to speak, or, or capture it and keep it from coming on? Right. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That must have felt so empowering. It did. It did. And liberating, you know. Yeah, you were getting your life back. Right. right. Fantastic. So, um and so uh, after that year, and I was doing so wonderful, I, I told there was like you could take another year's course uh, to help other people, you know, to do crystal essence therapy. If she thought you, if the instructor thought you were, you know, up for it. So anyway, I told my husband, John, I said, you know, this has been such a miracle for me. I would love to be able to do this to help us there might be other people out there that that need help you know that uh, can't find it through you know regular medical facilities so he was like oh I don't care whatever you want you know and the thing of it is he saw that I was healed and it was such a miracle but um you know he's 30 years military so he's very you know, logical, logical, practical, exactly. And this was, you know, kind of out there, especially with the crystals and meditation and everything. So, even though they kind of put you up, he still supported you. Like, even though he didn't say, oh my God, this is a miracle. He still, in his own way, was supportive of what you were doing, right? Right, right. 
Yeah, it, it, but and it was funny because um, I worked out because I I did I went ahead and signed up for the next year, but in signing up for the next year, I had to have two practice clients that would agree to let me practice on them for the for a year. More commitment. Not from just from you, but from other people. Right, right. And at that time, I did, you know, I was pretty new to San Angelo. I'm pretty recluse with all of the headaches and stuff. So I didn't know a lot of people and I didn't know anybody. I don't, didn't even know if there was a crystal shop in San Angelo, you know, and I didn't know anybody that I felt really very comfortable with asking them to do this. But I thought it was kind of weird yeah, to say it. It was exactly. kind of weird. I mean, you know. <laughs> it was a kind of weird thing to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it was weird for me, but, I mean, it worked. So, and it really changed my perspective on a lot of things. But, uh, so, anyway, I finally got the courage to ask a couple of ladies. And time for the class to start, one of them happened to be in Europe for a month. And it was like, now what am I going to do, you know? So, and I didn't really know anybody else I felt, you know, like asking. So I asked my husband, I'm like, sweetheart, <laughs> would you mind being my practice client? And, of course, he's like, I don't believe in this stuff. You can sort of expletive. This is, a, this, is a, this is an over over uh, 18 show. Crap. <laughs> oh, boy. oh, boy, she's rolling out the expletives now. Okay. <laughs> And I said, there is absolutely nothing to believe. I said, all you have to do is lay down on the table and let me practice on you. You can go to sleep. It doesn't make any difference. He's like, well, I don't know, but I'm telling you, it probably isn't going to work on me because I don't believe it. I said, honey, <laughs> you do not have to believe it. It's nothing to do with your belief system. I said, it's energy working with electromagnetic energy of the crystals. And so he's like, all right, all right. So he did it. And it's so amazing, I have to tell you this, because within... Did you convert him? Is he I a weirdo was, now? Is well, he, no, Does not, he hold crystals at night? No, no, no. <laughs> he's, not, he's not as weird as me. But it did help a little bit, because he, uh, you know, we're older. Oh, not... Okay. But uh, <laughs> he had a lot of, of medical issues. Uh, and so he had to go in to get uh, his blood work done and get doctor's appointment every six months and so six months into this program he had to go get his blood work done and he and believe me he had been getting on that table he'd been falling asleep like that snoring his head off every time i work on it so you know he was keeping up his end of the bargain though. exactly, exactly. <laughs> you were doing your stuff so exactly. everybody was happy exactly so uh anyway he came home from his appointment i said i said honey i said how'd it go i said how'd your blood work come out he said, you're not going to believe this. He said, but my blood work was almost perfect. He says, the better, best it's been in forever. And I'm like, really? I said, well, do you think maybe something we're doing here with the crystals is helping? He says, well, it could just be a lot of things. Who knows? <laughs> you know, I mean. <laughs> but the funny thing is, Laura, is. You know, we have a lot of older friends that have a lot of health issues. Mm -hmm. And so he started, when somebody would start complaining about this, that, or the other, you know, their health problem, he'd say, well, you ought to come over and let Jan do her thing on you. <laughs> okay, so let's just back up for a moment and recap this for the listeners. So he said, do whatever you want. So somewhat supportive. 
Then he got roped into being a <laughs> guinea pig and committed to sleeping, and he did. And then he got a great bill of health, but he still didn't believe it. And yet he was sort of your promoter and was like telling people like, uh, I don't really believe in it, but it'll work for you. Exactly. <laughs> he didn't really say that part. He just yeah. was like recommending you. Right. So like, on some level, I think he did believe it. Right. And I, I heard him, you know, he would say, well, you know, they used to have, used to have crystal radios and, you know, I can see how that, you know, and, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Can't just do your thing. So he was trying to like put the pieces of the, right. the logic together, the right. science, and he was trying to understand why it could work, which that's the beginning of kind of your mind opening and getting curious. Amazing. Way to go, crystals. <laughs> and then, you know, there is, I mean, you think of crystal just pretty little stone, but there's so much science behind it, and I definitely won't go into that because but you know, it, well, in the show notes, I'll just let our listeners know uh, in the show notes, there'll be some information. So if you want to dig more into crystals and why they work, I will definitely include some links there. And on our uh, website, it also has the science behind it, which is a lot of men, especially they, you know, because of the logical and women too, some of them are that are more logical, you know, yeah, and well, the skeptics, have, just yeah. generally men or women skeptics, people are like, how in the heck can this work? Exactly. And they may not believe it, but we we do have information for it. Right. And so the the what's going to be in the show notes and what Jan and I are talking about is our Hearts of Healing Center organization, which I'll let you talk about at the very end if you'd like. Okay. Um, but we'll, I'll include the, the website there in the show notes and you can read more about the science behind there, especially if you're a skeptic or even if you're not a skeptic. It's a lot of reading, but it's fascinating about how our bodies work with the earth, basically. Right. Exactly. Well, I would love to hear, now that you've been through this incredible journey of trying to figure out what was going on with you, what was going on with your mind, your body, and and getting rid of this true and physical debilitating pain, you've gone through this big, long healing journey, what would you say is your definition of the word healing? I think healing, what I've learned and experienced, is balance, balancing your body. Because, um, you know, whenever quantum physics came in, we all learned that we everything's energy. And our bodies are, are energy. And our bodies are at a, a lower frequency. Everything that's uh, physical, tangible, is a, a lower frequency. Uh, but our bodies are meant to resonate with the energy of the earth. And... When it doesn't, then we get dis-ease. Dis-ease. We're not at ease. Our body is not in balance. And it's just, um, there's so much to it. I mean, I I start talking, I could just go on and on. But uh, (laughs) um, that's what I think, is when we learn to balance, you know, our emotions. And usually, I, I think most illnesses start with emotional. Uh, traumas are things that just happen in our daily life. Stress, stress mm-hmm. is a you know a real killer. <laughs> yes, cause a lot of things, um, and that's because we've disconnected mm-hmm. from uh, the electromagnetic energy of the air. So, if you were to speak to anyone out there who's listening, and maybe they're suffering from some sort of 
debilitating problem. You know, maybe they've got those migraine or headaches. What? Maybe they're not even migraines, but headaches. Or maybe they're dealing with something else. Um, maybe they think crystals are crazy. But <laughs> is there anything in particular that you would like to say to them about um, their own healing journey? Well, uh, since, you know, I've started working with crystals and stones and, and I, it's just kind of, uh, my practice has kind of gone from crystals and stones. I use those also, but it's vibration. It can be sound. I've used tuning forks. I use bowls. I use my voice. Uh, and I think in this new age, so to speak, in, in our quantum as we're learning more and more, that it's going to, our medicine, so to speak, is going to take on a whole new level. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so different now because we're going to learn how to work with energy uh, mm -hmm. and vibration to, to heal our bodies. So if someone's seeking and they're trying to figure out how to take care of themselves in a different way, what might you tell them? I'd say, <laughs> I would say, uh, check into Hearts of Healing Center. <laughs> a perfect plug, a perfect segue. <laughs> well, let's do talk a little bit about Hearts of Healing, um, the center itself, because um, I would love for you to just kind of tell a little bit about your vision. And then again, I will include this in our show notes so you can check it out for yourself, the website and the work that we do. So um, tell me a little bit about how this came to life. Well, I, like I said, I, I had been uh, practicing crystal resonance therapy for several years, about six years. And I kept thinking, yeah, and I worked with a lot of people, and I was told, you know, to charge a certain amount, you know, because this was, you know, what you're supposed to do. But I never felt really comfortable with saying, well, you owe me this because I'm giving you that. You know, it, to me, it was such a beautiful gift that I wanted to share it. Mm -hmm. uh, but then uh, it just came to me one day that uh, we, I, I've been given so much, and I know you had too, and Barbara, our friend, Barbara Smith, um, the other co-founder. Yes. Uh, and, you know, we're all, our, our husbands are less retired and we are comfortable. I mean, I didn't have to get out and work to make a living. I mean, you know, like. Like a lot of, like, like a lot, lot of women now. Right. Now. And a mm -hmm. lot, you know, at younger age, that was a whole, whole different thing. But now I felt like I just wanted to help other people. To and, give back. To give back because, you know. I thought there's probably a lot of people out there that couldn't afford this that really, really needs it. Mm -hmm. you know? So I spoke with you and Barbara and that kind of explained how I felt and that you all felt similarly. <laughs> yes, felt the same way. And um, then I want, you know, and it's like, wouldn't it be wonderful to have a center if we're we could not only offer our services, uh, you know, free of charge or donation basis. If people wanted to donate where they could help other people, it would just be a way to help other people with the, uh, the center. And if maybe there's other people out there that have uh, 
you know, gifts and abilities, uh, practices that they want to share with other people, that they could join and donate a little bit of their time to give to other people. Other holistic practitioners right. like us. Right, yeah. right. So that was, you know, it felt yeah. so good. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So two layers there. So um, when Jan presented us with this vision that she had and um, Barbara and I were down for the count, we wanted to go for it. What we saw was that not only could the three of us offer services to our local community um, in one way, but we also could draw more practitioners to us and form kind of a collective and all of us be offering services to our local community on a pro bono basis or on a donation basis to, and again, what would you say our, our mission is? Like, what is our intention with this center? <laughs> Just to help, you know, to help heal our community, mm-hmm. to, to give of ourselves and, and, and to, you know, form this community where we, we can live in love and harmony and peace and health. And we're all helping each other. I mean, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Well, and um, thanks to COVID, um, and I'm going to put her on the spot here, but um, but thanks to COVID, um, this has pushed both Jan and I to look beyond our community. So at first we were thinking of having a physical center and people would physically come and get all of our services. And so Jan and I both work from our, our homes and Barbara does as well. And we offer our individual healing modalities. But with COVID, we couldn't see as many people. So what have you been doing instead? How do you help people with crystal resonance therapy now? Well, actually, I do it online or on the phone because uh, there is no distance in energy and, yeah, and your intentions. So actually, I it kind of pushed me into a – I had done a little bit uh, just with my family because all of my children live out of state, seven children. <laughs> And so I had, you know, kind of worked with them a little bit. So I, I knew it was possible. And it was like, oh, Mom, I can feel it. It feels like your hands are on me. It feels like the yeah. energy is moving through me, you know. And I'm like. That just gave me some chills. <laughs> <laughs> so so I started, uh, you know, having people, like, use a, a Zoom call or a FaceTime call. And then I would have them lay down and just like they were in my office. And mm-hmm. then I would just do it distantly. And. And everybody I worked on was like, wow, that's unbelievable that you can just feel that energy like you're almost touching it. It's like a whole nother level. Right, you know? right. Because we are. We are so used to doing things in person. And then we've kind of been pushed to do more things online. And it's almost like you're in the advanced part of your class. Like it's teaching you, exactly. reteaching you all the stuff that you learned in the course that Energy is energy. It's always connected. Right. You're, you're in the advanced course. You didn't even know it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was kind of pushed into it. And bless you, Laura, because you have just pushed me into this technology <laughs> that is not easy on someone a little older. <laughs> Chronologically, she is um, older than I am. But for a those lot. of you that are listening uh, to the podcast, you can't see on the inside, she's about barely 21 she'd get carded um otherwise uh, her and her husband enjoy dancing all the time she's got a super young spirit so well jan thank you so much for being here today i really appreciate and i know the listeners will appreciate hearing all about your healing journey and the idea that we can be healed at a distance with all types of modalities so thank you oh thank you for having me it's been a pleasure 
If you have come this far, I want to thank you so much for the gift of your attention. To hear more amazing healing stories, please subscribe. This podcast has been brought to you by the Hearts of Healing Center. It's a nonprofit organization dedicated to bringing more light, love, healing, and hope by freely offering holistic healing services to our local and global community. To learn more about us and to see more details from today's episode, be sure to check out the show notes. And don't forget, you are more than your body. You are more than your mind. You are the guru. And the guru is you.